Imagine unlocking a version of yourself that's unstoppable, where mental barriers no longer hold you back. Listen to Mentally Stronger with me, Amy Morin, therapist and international bestselling author, here to guide you on a journey to reaching your greatest potential. Every Monday, I bring you into conversations with some of the most fascinating minds, experts, authors, entrepreneurs, athletes, and musicians. They don't just share stories. They reveal the mental strategies that propelled them to the top. But here's the real magic. At the end of each episode, I break down their wisdom into practical therapist-approved advice. In my solo episodes, I dive deep into the techniques that build mental strength. It's like having your own personal therapy session as you discover how to turn these insights into steps you can take right now. This podcast isn't just for those facing mental health challenges. It's for anyone who wants to push their limits, achieve peak performance, and truly thrive. Are you ready to unlock your full potential? Then it's time to become mentally stronger. Subscribe to Mentally Stronger with therapist Amy Morin, available wherever you love to listen to podcasts. There were two more murders 15 miles when away. Arrived, we found the telephone described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. A cup of murder. Spree killings, especially those with no apparent motive, can send an entire city into a tailspin of fear. This is exactly what happened in Rockford, Illinois, in January of 1981. And on September 18, 1996, the man that struck fear into Rockford's residence was finally executed. So, if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. On the afternoon of January 27, 1981, a man named Willie Fred was shot to death along with his 20-year-old nephew, Albert Pearson. The pair were shot inside Fred's grocery store, where Willie Fred was the owner. And, though it seemed initially like a robbery attempt, nothing valuable was taken from the store, just some cigarettes. Before the police could make any headway on the case, the next morning, a Rockford gas station attendant, Kevin Kaiser, was found dead in the supply room. He too had been shot, one of which was point-blank in the face. Again, nothing valuable was taken, but this time a witness was able to identify the suspect as a black man in his late 20s. The following day, yet another gas station attendant was shot. Kenny Faust survived the initial attack, but died in the hospital from his wounds. This time though, $150 was taken from the scene. Ballistics quickly found that the gun that was used to kill Kenny Faust was the same one that was used in the murder of Willie Fred and Albert Pearson. A task force was formed. On February 2nd, at a radio shack in Benoit, Wisconsin, two more victims, Richard Bowick and Donald Raines, were found dead near the rear of the store. A witness identified a man similar to the attacker in Rockford as a murderer. Due to the crossing of state lines, the FBI became involved and a profile of the suspect was created. Profiler John Douglas stated that the unsub was a paranoid individual with a lack of logical motive. He would be delusional, but still functional enough to drive and hold a menial job. He would be considered odd by those he socialized with and... Since paranoid schizophrenics surface in their mid-20s, the offender would probably be in his mid-to-late 20s. He even profiled him correctly, I might add, down to the type of dog he had, a police-type dog with German Shepherd or Doberman Pinscher. Raymond had two Dobermans. 
This profile was matched to a man who authorities were already led to due to witness descriptions, a man named Raymond Lee Stewart. Raymond fled to North Carolina but was arrested there on February 21st and charged with four counts of murder in Illinois and two in Wisconsin. He claimed that the murders were spurred by racial hate and demanded leniency due to an abusive childhood. Nevertheless, he was found guilty of felony murder and sentenced to death. He even attempted to escape, sending the city into a panic once again, but was recaptured just two hours later. Raymond Lee Stewart was executed on September 18, 1996. His last words were, Hello to everyone. May you all have peace because of this. May my victims' families have peace. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on September 19th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, easy to listen to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again and have a wonderful day.